Helene Cooper, New York Times. Hi, thanks, Pat, and thanks for doing this. This is for General Van Herc. Uh, because you still haven't been able to tell us what these things are that we are shooting out of the sky, uh, that raises the question, um, have you ruled out aliens or extraterrestrials? And if so, why? Because that is what everyone is asking us right now. And thanks for the question, Helene. I'll let the intel community and the uh, counterintelligence community figure that out. I haven't ruled out anything uh, at this point. We continue to assess uh, every threat or potential threat unknown that approaches North America uh, with an attempt to identify it. But as far as we know, not a single reporter in Washington pressed the administration to explain that claim. And that's not really surprising. Reporters in Washington no longer dig, they transcribe. And what they transcribe next is almost enough to make you cynical about the role of the press in a free society. It turns out, and we learned this from unnamed officials on background, that allowing Chinese military aircraft to surveil your country, including your missile silos, is not the big deal the rest of us thought it was. In fact, it's routine. It happens all the time. Trump did it too. Quite a bit of it, actually. At least three Chinese spy balloons flew over this country while Donald Trump was president, and despite the anti-China rhetoric, he just let them pass. You didn't know that. Now you do, so settle down. This is normal. In other words, everything Donald Trump did while president is bad, except this, letting Chinese spy balloons fly over the country. That's very good. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm Rose James Masson, and let's talk about UFOs and aliens and real aliens invading this country. Are they coming from the sky or the southern border? We'll find out. I'd be very suspicious, ex-NORAD commander says UFOs are concerted effort <clears throat> Pardon me, by America's enemies to test outdated systems. Pentagon has still not recovered debris from three shot down at weekend. It says at weekend, not during or on weekend. But yeah, they are making no efforts. And you can find a more recent article. They are making no efforts to find and clean any of the refuse from these down plants. But they're telling you, they're telling you right now, we didn't shoot them down so we could spy on them and get more information about the spy drones. Yeah. And what information we have got from what little they have recovered, they're recovering tech made in America, not China. Meanwhile, you have a massive disaster in Ohio that is literally killing people and causing unknown amounts of damage. And you have a border, which if you want to talk about fun little aliens invading, how about you talk about the millions who came in from the border through 2022 and before and fucking to this day. We have a new article from the Washington Examiner about that exact topic. So let's get through there. Now that I've shown my fucking hands. UFOs shot down in Alaska, Canada, and Michigan, but haven't been recovered, Pentagon officials say. They don't know what they are, <laughs> what they are of, if they are the beginning. There are, a growing, there are growing demands for answers from the White House. This article is by Jen Smith, chief reporter for DailyMail.com. The Pentagon is yet to recover debris from three of UFOs shot down. I read all of that. Sorry, my system went down for two seconds. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, 
Three UFOs shot down this weekend over Alaska, Canada, and Michigan, and yet to offer any kind of explanation as to what they are, how they were able to fly, or whether they pose a genuine threat to America. Since Friday, U.S. fighter jets have struck down three objects flying above, again, you're repeating this, above Alaska, Canada, and Michigan. On Monday, John Kirby, the communications coordinator of the National Security Council, revealed the U.S. has yet to recover debris from the aircraft. Former NORAD commander Scott Clancy told CNN he'd be very suspicious. This whole thing's very suspicious, honestly. Quote, This is just conjecture. I think they're seeing the confluence of distinctive activity by our adversaries to test our systems, he said. He went on to explain how old NORAD systems are and how the sheer number of UFOs show that it was a coordinated effort. It looks to be a coordinated effort because you have more than one. It looks like a coordinated effort. Earlier, John Kirby admitted the U.S. hasn't rec- hasn't yet recovered from the debris. Admitted that the U.S. hasn't yet recovered. Okay. Yeah. All right. Make sure I didn't misread that. Quote: The truth is that we haven't been able to gain access to the objects that were shot down Friday, Saturday, and yesterday because of the weather conditions. Bullshit. The third one was shot down yesterday over Lake Huron, so it's underwater. We're going to do everything we can to recover them, he told MSNBC. Kirby insisted the balloons could be the beginning and could be benign. My apologies. Could be benign, I'm dyslexic as fuck. Could be benign and tried to assure Americans these could be totally explainable reasons for these objects that are flying over, around, all out there. Hmm. There are coordinated entities that operate these kind of things. We just don't know as soon, we just don't know as soon as we can get to the debris, we'll share what we can. It doesn't have to be nefarious. Mm. His assurances fell on deaf ears of growing numbers of Republicans and Americans demanding answers. Pentagon officials held a press conference on on Sunday night in the middle of the Super Bowl when the majority of the country was distracted. It's almost like this whole thing is a distraction, but who knows. When they failed to answer many questions. Quick, a little video. Joining us now, National Security Ugh, Council this clown. Coordinator for Strategic Communications at the White House, retired Rear Admiral John Kirby. Very good to have you on the show this morning. Our government official is ready to tell us what these objects were. They've got to have an idea. Thanks, Mika. Appreciate having, you, having me on here. Uh, we are going to continue to share as much information with the American people as we can as we learn more about uh, these objects. Um, the truth is that we haven't been able to gain access to the three that were shot down Friday, Saturday, and yesterday, uh, in large part because of the weather conditions. And, and the third one yesterday was shot down over Lake Huron, so it's underwater. So we're going to do everything we can to recover them. And as soon as we do that, we'll learn more about them, and we will absolutely share what we can learn with the American people. So, so Admiral, is, is there a possibility that these objects could be uh, from uh, 
could, could they be commercial in nature? Could it be, could be from, from a tech company that, that you know, yeah. you've got Google Earth and you've got other people that want to map out the entire Earth? Is that a possibility that you all are considering? Absolutely, Joe. I mean, there, there could be completely uh, benign and, ah! and totally explainable reasons Sorry. for why these, these objects are flying around up there. Uh, certainly don't have to be nefarious at all. There are corporate entities that, that operate these kinds of things. There are academic research institutions that, that do this sort of thing. Uh, we just don't know. But as soon as we can find out, we can get the debris and we can find out, we'll absolutely share what we can. But Admiral, talk about the danger for uh, a commercial airliner. Uh, going at a very high rate of speed at 40,000 feet, coming up on one of these things suddenly could take them down. That was one of the reasons why we took these actions over the last three days, Joe, because of the altitude that these things were flying and, this, and the size, which was very, very small. Compared to the Chinese spy balloon that was shot down a couple of weeks ago, uh, these were much smaller. And they were at altitudes of Friday and Saturday's incident of 40,000 feet. Yesterday was much lower, around 20,000 feet. So you can understand our concern with respect to civil air traffic there, because most civil air traffic is somewhere around 30,000 feet, at least for the ones that are flying across the continent. Uh, so that was, a, that was a real concern. John Pritchard Haas, have we had any communications here with any... All right, folks. Remember what he said about the planes. We will get to that. Good afternoon. And this is Pentagon reports high altitude objects over Alaska was brought down. I'm sure we've all seen these clips. Let's see. Is there a way to speed it up? No. And everyone, thanks very much for your patience while we were delayed a little bit. I have a few things to talk about up top, and then we'll get right to your questions. Uh, so first of all, to add to information already provided earlier by the White House, at the direction of the President of the United States, fighter aircraft assigned to U.S. Northern Command successfully took down a high-altitude airborne object off the northern coast of Alaska at 1.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time today within U.S. sovereign airspace over U.S. territorial water. On February 9, North American Aerospace Defense Command detected an object on ground radar, further investigated, and identified the object using fighter aircraft. The object was flying at an altitude of 40,000 feet and posed a reasonable threat to the safety of civilian flight. U.S. Northern Command is beginning recovery operations now. We have no further details about the object at this time, including any description of its capabilities, purpose, or origin. The object was about the size of a small car, so not similar in size or shape to the high-altitude surveillance balloon that was taken down off the coast of South Carolina on February 4th. What hasn't been said is where this object has come from. Is there any indication that this was also a Chinese surveillance balloon object, whatever it is? Yeah, so at this point, uh, we don't know the origin of the object. Um, again, we will know more. Uh, once we're able to potentially recover some of those materials. Uh, but the primary concern, again, was the uh, potential hazard to uh, civil flight. Uh, and so, again, we'll know more later. Thank you. Separately, U.S. Northern Command continues their recovery operations in support of the recent takedown of the Chinese high-altitude surveillance balloon. Recovery teams have mapped the debris field and are in the process of searching for and identifying debris on the ocean floor. Debris that's been recovered so far is being loaded onto vessels, taken ashore, cataloged, and then moved onwards to labs for subsequent analysis. And while I won't go into specifics due to classification reasons, I can say that we have located a significant amount of debris so far that will prove helpful to our further understanding of this balloon and its surveillance capabilities. Really quick, when it was started to be tracked, Last night, were you able to tell what direction it was coming from? Uh, this this was traveling in a in a northeasterly direction, 
uh, when it was taken down. And then one more, um, the aircrafts that were observing it, what what type of aircrafts were those? I'll have to come back to you. I think I know, but I don't want to make it up on the podium, so we'll come back to you on that one. Okay, thank you very much, everybody. I appreciate it. All right. General uh, General Glenn Van, Van Herc was specifically asked if it's possible that these objects are indicative of extraterrestrial life fucking grown dude look stop all right can you just think back to a couple years ago remember when uh trump continued the yemen raids and everyone was really pissed off at him so all of a sudden there was a bunch of talk about ufo suddenly in like 2016 to like early 2018 and then that died down and then like late 2019 through early 2020 it was all aliens and ufos again yo shout out homie right here recording went to area 51 the alien thing is a card they play when they're trying to cover shit up and again like i said we're gonna get into that in this episode there's a lot to cover up and it's interesting that these balloons are affecting fucking airways and making planes get landed every few days and the fact that they just keep coming and they don't stop coming kind of like anywhere where Harvey Weinstein is in proximity to Megan McCurdy. Now, <clears throat> the problem with it all is the World Economic Forum is constantly saying, "Und want to land the planes and the commoners will not have to will have to not fly no more. We will cause great catastrophes. And it's like, alright, well he's talking about Cyber 9-11's disrupting the food and supply chain and then he was talking about how they need to bring the the commercial airline industry to a complete halt and an end oh look things in the sky keep bringing planes down not to mention the fucking already mounting struggles of the airline industry jeez how convenient again i know this all sounds like crazy conspiracy theories unless you're in the know but if you're in the know you know and again most people seem to be catching on at a rapid pace But extraterrestrial life? I fucking doubt it. I wish. Sounds fun. Quote, I'll let the intel community and the counterintelligence community figure that out. I haven't ruled out anything because we want you to think and keep guessing. And if you guys spin yourself into a frenzy, you probably won't come to the conclusion that's reality. Quote, at this point, we continue to assess every threat or potential threat unknown that approaches North America with an attempt to identify it, he said. He said once the object was shot down on Friday was found, the U.S. was uh, would send crews out to recover it. Quote, we're actively searching for the objects right now. I've got a Navy P-8, which is, a surve- which is surveilling there and with helicopters as well. Once we locate the object, we will put an art uh, an Arctic security package in there and begin the analysis to recover. But we don't have that right now, he said. But by Monday morning, that recovery was yet to begin. He added that it was the first time the U.S. has had to shoot down any kind of aircraft in NORAD's fi- uh, 65-year history. Quote, I believe this is the first time within the United States of a, or America airspace that NORAD or the United States Northern Command has had to, has had to take has taken blah, kinetic action against an airborne object. Now I have a map here of February, uh, Friday, February 10th, second object shot down right over Alaska. 
Saturday, the sec- uh, February 11th, the next day, third object shot down right over the Yukon down here. Saturday, uh, the 11th of February, radar anomaly detected, no object found over Montana. We found out later on that that object was the first object shot down when it came and started floating over Montana. And by the way, I find it interesting you say no object found when we knew it was floating over the airfields of Montana. It was a fucking spy balloon, dude. And it says first object shot down February 4th. And it says today shot down, which is a little out of date, but it's right over there at the Gulf of Michigan in Lake Huron. Since February 4th, the U.S. jets have shot down four objects, including the Chinese spy balloon. Unlike the balloon, there have been no images of the other three objects. Uh, that's probably for a reason. That's also probably why it's the only thing the Chinese are complaining about. The Chinese have only complained about the one balloon, dude. Probably for a reason. It's not just the fact that we don't have any videos or pictures of these other ones. And by the way, remember, they said, oh, well, when the first spy balloon showed up, they said, oh, well, you know, uh, um, uh, fuck, uh, well, you know, three came under Trump. Yeah, we have no pictures, no evidence of it. And then here's this, right? We don't have any pictures or any evidence of it. They've all been significantly higher than the spy balloon was. What if the government is just saying, no, you know, don't let, you know, the, the crowds worry about spy balloon. This is a tragedy. Don't let it go to waste. We can use this to really stir people up. They like it when you're afraid. Fear, steal, fear steers votes. And that's what the system wants, and that's assuming votes even really matter to begin with. I just find it very interesting that there was such a uh, such a delayed reaction to the first balloon. Which, again, I'm gonna I'm not one of these people acting like the first balloon is not real. The first the spy balloon was absolutely real. Now a lot of the stories and narratives behind it are starting to unravel in real time around us. And the rest of these floating objects are kind of a mystery. And there's like no effort to clean up or recover them at all. I don't know, man. Little, the assertions of aliens are a nice little distraction. And from Rep. Jack Bergman, <clears throat> some tweets here. I've been in contact with the DOD, Department of Defense, regarding operations across the Great Lakes region today. The U.S. military has decommissioned another object over Lake Huron. I appreciate the decisive action by our fighter pilots. The American people deserve far more answers than we have. Scrolling down by Matt Rosendale. Rosendale. Airspace is reopened. I will remain in contact with defense officials and share more information as it becomes available. <gasps> Oof, pardon me. Mountain, uh, Montanans deserves, Montanians deserve answer. Curiosity and concern has also been fueled by the description of the objects from the pl- from the pilots who shot them down. Some of those pilots said the crafts were somehow able to interfere with their radar sensors, a worrying detail that raises separate questions of whether the U.S. will be able to continue to shoot down any other that may appear. And there's the the fear. They also reported to officials that they weren't able to detect how the objects were able to stay in the air because there there was no propulsion. Huh, tricky that. ABC... ABC News also cites officials with knowledge, unnamed officials with knowledge, who said the pilots described them as cylindrical and silverish gray. Silverish gray. Mm. 
The three new objects were detected after NORAD adjusted the sensitivity of its radar system following the arrival of the spy balloon. Right after all the new systems, huh? The sudden flurry of aircrafts has sparked an onslaught of conspiracy theories. Senator Marco Rubio last week sparked even more concern between that UFOs have been flying into American, American airspace for years. Chinese officials have also claimed the U.S. has flown balloons balloons over their airspace multiple times since the beginning of 2022, which makes sense because we're going to get into it here in a minute. These things have tons of American parts on it. And meanwhile, everything the Chinese use is, well, you know, made in China, including the shit we use typically. John, John Kirby, the communications coordinator of the National Security Council, insisted th- this morning that this is not the case. Quote, absolutely not, he said. Montana se- uh, Senator Matt Rosendale is among these those demanding answers. Also this morning, former Obama intelligence official Jeremy Bash said it was ordinary to assume hostile intent. Quote, assume hostile intent if you're in doubt. Shoot it out of the sky, he told the Today Show, adding he, uh, he would know more from the videos obtained by the pilots from the coming closer to the objects on the ground. We have a video of the recovery of one of the, of the air, the, the spy balloon specifically. enough of that and that's the end of this article now let's scroll down here let's see what the comments are saying just the first three uh non hexadecimal how about we update the systems well that's what john mcafee was saying in 2016 and 2020 uh assessment whiz the tic tac ufo is really amazing in terms of speed and maneuverability and such and as such i doubt it's from earth oh god here we go in case it is, it would either be from a country where it was spotted, or the country, or from a country that would that is peaceful and low key. The bullish countries would HV would have been eager to announce it to bully. Okay, and mayhem spelled with the three instead of an e. The pin for the balloon number two appears to have. Uh, to be a uh, appears to be on top of Tampa Bay, Florida. All right. Well, insightful stuff in the comments. And again, this article is over at the Daily now. Let's move on over, shall we? <clears throat> Senators say very disturbing possibility: U.S. manufacturing may have helped build Chinese surveillance balloon. Again, anything after the Chinese spy balloon, I'm hesitating to take that seriously. But the spy balloon, I do take seriously. But I think everything else after that is just a convenient threat to A, ground planes, B, keep people from looking at what's going on in Ohio right now, and C, well, Serb fear. 
military-industrial complex wants war. Joe Biden was a return to the status quo. Status quo American government is war machine. Senator <clears throat> Howley and Sullivan say administration officials didn't answer definitively if U.S. manufacturing was used to build Chinese spy balloon by Brianna Harrelly and Kelly Local of Fox News. Loco of Fox News. Republican senators say that the administration officials didn't dismiss the possibility of U.S. manufacturing aid in construction of Chinese surveillance ballooned in a classified briefing with senators on, Tuesday, on Thursday. Following a classified briefing Thursday with officials from the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, ODNI, and the Department of Defense, DOD, and the State Department, Senators Josh Howley, Republican from Montana, and Dan Sullivan, a Republican from Alaska, said that the questions are whether American companies helped build the Chinese surveillance balloon was raised uh, was raised in the briefing, and the officials didn't answer dis- definitively. Quote, American companies shouldn't be helping build spy satellites that are used against their own citizens, Sullivan, I mean, Bay Sullivan told reporters at the Capitol after, after the briefing, quote, maybe there's nothing to be said about that, he said, but somebody asked about it, and nobody, nobody in that briefing said, oh, no, not, that's not a problem. Senator Howley, in an interview, said with Fox News Digital, quote, of, of course I'm concerned about the possibility of that. Uh, quote continues, I don't think there are there was any definitive answer on that, but the question was asked by a senator. And, you know, I think that's that. That's... Um, that's I'm not having a stroke. It says that that's that a very a very a very again that's how it's written disturbing possibility. Howley said, "Quote obviously, the other thing that is made crystal clear from this briefing was how unprepared and totally unprepared the administration was, and frankly, the Pentagon was for this to happen." He said, "Quote and listen, they've already made it." Uh, made it public, and we've known that there have been previous balloons flight over the territories and, of course, the United States in the past years. They knew that already, and yet, they had nothing prepared to deal with the espionage balloons that came right over the United States. I mean, it's really, it really, it is, it's really, it is, it is, again, that's how it's written, not me having a stroke, it is an incredible, incredible lack of planning, and frankly, I think major, major lapses of judgment, Howley said. He sounds like Tommy Two-Time. You ever watch Goodfellas? We call him Tommy Two-Time because he's everything two times. Fox News confirmed the Chinese spy balloon had Western-made parts with English writing according to the source familiar with the classified briefing Thursday. Yeah, well, all that font written on the side of the balloon that wrote was like, what does it say in Chinese? Yeah, it was in fucking English. It said USA. However, the State Department said earlier Thursday, quote, We are confident that the balloon manufacturer has a direct relationship with the Chinese military and is an approved vendor of the PLA, People Liberation Army. According to the information published in an official uh, procurement portal for the PLA, Sullivan also said that he is encouraging officials to keep briefings on the spy balloon, which was reported 
to be hovering over Alaska la uh, last week before traversing most of the U.S. mainland before being shot down Saturday by a U.S. military missile. Quote, what, uh, what we were just briefed on, I think it is just been made public, right? Let the American people know the exact, the extent of the challenges, Sullivan said, quote, you know how when JFK realized we had missiles on the island of Cuba, right? The United States went public, so we should let the people know when this happened previously. Explain it. Explain why we didn't. But I think that's going to be going to be up to the executive branch. You'll let the briefing include Morgan Maurer, Muir, Deputy Director for Mission Integration and ODNI, Dr. Colin Kahn, Cal. Uh, Undersecretary of Defense Policy for the DoD, well, duh. Lieutenant Glenn Douglas Sims, the second Director of Operations of the Joint uh, Joint Staff, Glenn Oder Van Herc, Commander of the United States Northern Command and North American uh, Aerospace Defense Command, and Wendy Sherman, Deputy Secretary of the St of State. Ah, there's a little video here. Recovery effort continues off the South Carolina coast where the Chinese surveillance balloon was shot down. But now we are learning the massive size and scope of the Chinese surveillance program that really spans the globe. Congressional correspondent Aisha Hosni has the latest from Capitol Hill. On Thursday, every lawmaker in the House and Senate will get a classified briefing from defense, intelligence, and State Department officials on the Chinese spy balloon 10 days after it entered the mainland. House leaders already filled in. It's very important that we do capture it, find out what's on it, find out what they are doing. New images show the Navy working around the clock to recover the rest of the downed aircraft as China's dirty secret is out. This is what we assess as part of a larger Chinese uh, surveillance balloon program. The Pentagon reveals China's espionage program is run by the People's Liberation Army and based in the Hainan Island province, designed to gather intelligence on military capabilities. When you look at the scope of this program uh, and the fact that we know that these balloons have been spotted and what we now can sub subsequently assess to be Chinese balloons operating over at least five continents in regions like Latin America, South America, uh, Southeast Asia, uh, East Asia and Europe. We already shared information with dozens of countries around the world. The Pentagon further clarifying they no longer have a domain awareness gap that led to NORAD missing multiple balloons during the Trump administration. We've learned a lot how to track them. Despite the urgency on the Hill, President Biden waiting an hour before addressing China during his State of the Union, spending just 90 seconds on the topic. If China threatens our sovereignty, we will act to protect our country, and we did. Largely, Republican criticism was swift. Yeah, McCarthy looks so unlogged. Identified China much earlier. I think that was a, a missed opportunity for certain. And Brett, also happening tomorrow, Democratic Senator from Montana, John Tester, will conduct an oversight hearing into why the military allowed this spycraft into U.S. airspace in the first place. Brett? And they completely unchallenged, too. Baker in the House and Senate will... There we go. All right, now let's move on. We're not going to read this whole thing, just part of it, before we really move on to the real issue at hand. Quote, It's been happening for years. Marco Rubio says UFOs have routinely operated over restricted U.S. airspace, but America, is, America has no idea what they are or where they come from as Pentagon refuses to rule out three objects shot down over the weekend are aliens. Now, here's the thing. Press, the press secretary has already ruled it out and said that's not it at all. So, 
There has been official rule on it. Rubio and former defense officials criticized USAF, you know, uh, <clears throat> ooh, for only just discovering UFOs, a third unknown aerial object, yeah, ooh, just now we found them, was shot down over the Great Lakes on Sunday. Authorities are not ruling out the three objects most recent, the three most recent objects could be aliens. U.S. Senator Mark Rubio has claimed UFOs have been operating over restricted U.S. airspace for years amid a slew of sightings over America and Canada in recent days. A fighter jet shot down an unidentified object over Lake Huron on Sunday on orders from President Joe Biden. It was the third such downing in three days and fourth in fourth in eight including the Chinese spy balloon shot down on February 4th. Rubio, uh, Republican Rubio tweeted, The last 72 hours revealed to the public what was, go- what was happening for years. Unidentified aircraft routinely operated over restricted U.S. airspace. This is why I pushed to take this seriously and create a permanent UPA, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, 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 equivalent to UFOs. So why not just keep it as UFOs? Also, Marco Rubio is aged so rapidly. Wow. Are you sure he's not an alien pretending to be Marco Rubio? Let's see. Rubio is the vice chair, uh, chairman of the U.S. Senate Select Committee on Intelligence and has long pushed for designation of designation on My apologies. Says push for a destigmatization on UFO reporting. His comments came as the Pentagon refused to rule out the possibility that the UFO shot out of the sky may not be of this world. Ooh. Meanwhile, Christopher Mellon, former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence in the Clinton George W. Bush administration, admonished the Air Force for having only just noticed the unidentified craft. And then uh, down here we have a tweet from Christopher K. Mellon. The USAF really has some explaining to do when it comes to the UAP. People, uh, unf- unidentified aerial phenomenon. Ugh. People who are surprised at the presence of these objects haven't been paying attention. Uh, one of the reasons why I've been calling for the changes to pay uh, to pay our censors and reporting procedures for years. Uh, wait, one of those reasons why I've been calling for changes to our censor and reporting procedures for years. Oh, this is one of those constantly updating articles. Gotcha. Okay, well, let's move on. So we want to talk about alien invasions, huh? How about we go over to the Washington Examiner? How the illegal immigrant population could stay at 11 million for two decades. 11 million. And this article just came out February 15th, 2023 by Anna uh, Gratelli and Homeland Security, Re- Homeland Security reporter. 
the estimated illegal immigrant population in the United States has uh, remained virtually unchanged for nearly two decades, despite a myriad of events that have affected immigration and im, uh, immigration and immigration. The latest, uh, the latest available data shows approximately 11 million people resided in the country in 2018 as a result of entering or coming over the border without permission or entering lawfully but failing to depart on time. The number has been cited by presidents through the past four administrations by researchers and by advocacy groups, yet despite the passage of time, it seems to never change. In 2006, the nonpartisan Pew Research Center in Washington found between 11.5 million and 12 million people were illegal immigrants. Two years later, Pew determined that number was around 11.8 million people. Arrests of Chinese immigrants illegally crossing the U.S.-Mexico border jumps 1,230% in January this year, by the way. Former President Barack Obama stated in 2010 that 11 million undocumented migrants were in the U.S. In 2016, President Donald Trump asked about the, quote, 11 million illegal immigrants during a campaign speech in Arizona. Last November, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer uh, called for a, quote, a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented there are here. No, definitely the path. However, the 11 million migrants uh, here in 2003 are not necessarily the same in the country today. Quote, You see people uh, saying all the time that the estimates of the population have been stuck at 11 million for so many years, said Michelle um, Stat, Director of Communications and Public Affairs at the Migration Policy Institution in Washington during a phone call Tuesday, quote, The thing people are not factoring into the equation is that it is not a static population. People return to countries of origin. People die. People move to other countries. People, in some cases, are able to legalize their status. Illegal immigrant population rose steadily for decades around the turn of the century. 8.5 million people were residing in the U.S. according to data from the Department of Homeland Security Office of Immigration Statistics. The population continued incre- to increase in the early 2000s and topped at 10.5 million by 2005, even as George W. Bush administration moved to wall off parts of the southern border. Uh, <clears throat> were uh, predominantly Mexican men came across illegally in the search of blue-collar jobs. Mexican citizens have long made up the greatest portion of this population, but many returned to Mexico by 2009 as the Great Recession hit all corners of the American economy, um, Stats said. In addition, let's see. Let's, uh, let's, let's get to the real juicy part here, shall we? You can read this whole article. I will put it in the description below. Now, let's go right here. Mestat said the coronavirus pandemic interrupted the decimal national census in 2020 and rendered many of the results unusable. 
The census was also mirrored in legal drama over the Trump administration wanting to ask a citizen ask a citizenship question that was ultimately blocked by the Supreme. Yeah, that was bullshit, by the way. Yeah, the census was asking, "Can you verify that you are a legal U.S. citizen?" And everyone threw a fit about it. Fuck you. And by the way, here's the problem with them not counting that. If you're asking, well, what does it matter? If they can't vote, what does it matter? It's because of the census says, oh, this area is bigger. It doesn't factor in if you can vote or not. It just says, oh, more people are living here, so it needs more representation. That could open up more seats to be filled in the local government, which expands the government. And gives more seats in the House of Representatives. A.K.A. giving that area, left or right, more power based on how many legal immigrants there are, which is bullshit. We have been a substantial number of border arrivals in the past few years. We don't know how much of that, of that in, in immigration, most of that weird space, is offset by emigration. In particular, of the large Mexican unauthorized population that has been shrinking since 2008's recession, uh, Ms. Stats said. The influx of immigrants at the southern border over the past two years has resulted in two million people being released into the U.S. to await immigration court hearings years down the road. Down years down the road. That's only the people they've caught and tagged, by the way. Don't forget about the millions who came by who were not caught. And remember during the vaccine mandate while these people were coming in illegally and they weren't being forced to get vaccinated and that was the whole deal? Yeah. A spokesperson for Numbers USA, a conservative, uh, conservative-leaning immigration think tank in Washington, said it was quote fair to say that the illegal immigration population has probably gone up as a result of the mass release. Unless two million people have left, or you've had deaths, or that number has been made up for with adjustments in immigration status, then you would think that our illegal alien population is at least 13 million by now. Chris uh, Kamalinsky, Number USA Vice President and Deputy Director. Uh, Kamalinsky added that the 11 million figure from 2018 was valid and would not the 20 million or 30 million figure that others, including Yale University and Massachusetts Institute of Technology, have have purported. Quote, I tend to believe believe the number, he said. I tend to think it's a lot higher because we have so many people that are just undocumented and uncounted for this through our border this year. I would lean more towards the 20 or 30 million figure, but interesting. And how about this? For time's sake, this is going to do an Ohio episode before I, I, I wrap it up for the day. Let's go over here to the New York Post. You want to talk about Chinese spy balloons and other mysterious balloons? Here, how about we talk about crafts piloted by the u.s government bringing aliens into our country and shuttling them all over not only did they bring hundreds upon hundreds of aliens meaning illegal immigrants to tennessee and other red states along the south to offshore them from texas they brought them to northern states check this out portraying the american people leaked video reveals joe biden's hush hush uh migrant invasion let's turn this volume all the way up and watch this 
<laughs> What's caption going? Okay. We're not allowed to have a picture of Yeah, look. Oh, yeah. And who's that by? DHS? Yes. That in the United States Army. Yeah. The one that's right there? Yeah, we're not allowed to. Okay, I'll take your name. I don't care. State ID is yeah, fine. See, I don't care. I'll take anybody. It's fine. Oh, man. We're not supposed to be showing IDs. Everything is supposed to be hush hush. But you know what? If I show you my ID and I'm up front with you, the next time you see me, hey, I know who he is. Yeah, it's easy. See what I'm saying? And, then, and if you don't, I could just, just not let you out. <laughs> I don't have yeah, but you can also turn around and say, hey, you know what? I'm not in the either. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't play that game. You know, I like, I like easy, easy people. peasy. I like people. You got a job to do. I got a job to do. We all got jobs to do. Jesus Christ. Moving on. While Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi got all uh, go to an all out, uh, go all out to protect Ukraine's national sovereignty, at the same time they were orchestrating a clandestine invasion of America of America across the southern border. Two million illegal immigrants from dozens of countries crossed over the Mexican border last year, and the Biden administration is facilitating the cartels' people smuggling operation at taxpayers expense under cover of darkness every night the federal government is trans every night the federal government is transporta transporting illegal immigrants as fast as it can away from the borders on secret charter flights so unsuspecting communities around the country or two unsuspecting communities around the country officials have lied and orchestrated the few journal and have yeah obstructed the few journalists who have tried to reveal the truth this is nothing short of a betrayal of the american people and that's not just me saying it those are the exact words of one federal government contractor employed to transportate migrants to transport migrants from the southern border to the airport in white plains quote the government is betraying the american people the contractor told westchester county police officer in a conversation that was recorded on the cop's body cam on the tarmac of the county airport on August 13, 2021, the men were standing beside sides of the Boeing 737 flown in from Fort Bliss, Texas. It's an Air Force plane. IAO Airways, under the charter by federal government. That is rough. The 51-minute footage was obtained under <coughs> a Freedom of Information Request Act by former Winchester County Executive Rob Asterno, a Republican candidate for governor in 2022. Throughout the footage, Police Sergeant Michael Hamborski expressed frustration at that the local police have been given no information about the flights arriving after curfew. After curfew. At the airport in breach of security protocols quote uh quote 
you're on a secure you're on a secure facility here. We really don't know anything about anything, and we're in charge of security. I really don't know anything, and we're in charge of security. He tells one of the federal contractors, "Quote: This is anti all our security stuff. The IA the IARO flight that what that." so puzzled Amborski that night was just one of the almost nightly charter flights that began uh, shuttling migrants into the suburban Westchester airport after curfew from the places like McAllen, El Paso and Houston, Texas last year beginning at least as dating back as at least as far back as august 8th the flight stopped only after the post revealed their existence in late october and that would be of last year meaning uh, within the last five months this was still going on the body cam footage shows and borski uh courteously but persistently questioning dozens of federal contractors who were bustling around the tarmac overseeing migrants uh, disembarking and boarding American Dream charter buses awaiting on the tarmac between 6.15 and 7 a.m. On your dime, they were migrating illegal aliens through Air Force jets. And the Air Force fucking knew it. How about that? Borski assertions that the plane arrived at 11.48 p.m. the previous night with 142 immigrants on board, also on board, were 12 chaperones, employees of the MVM Incorporated, a controversial private security firm that was a major contractor for the CIA and the NSA in Iraq. Careful, man. Blackwater got fucked up doing that work. And which last year signed a $136 million contract with the federal government to transport illegal migrants and unaccompanied children around the country. Meaning, to illegally traffic minors and illegal immigrants around the country. The body can begin, well I guess the children also illegal immigrants too. Oof. The body can begins in the pre-drawn darkness, pre-dawn darkness at 6.09 a.m. With Hamdorsky parks, uh, parks his squad car on the airfield next to the hangar of Ross Aviation, whose employees are assisting with refueling the plane. Hamdorsky, Hamborski asks the CIDs of the MVM contractors. Quote, I can give you my state ID, replies one man. But work IDs were not allowed to. But we're, work IDs were not allowed to. And Borsky, interesting, tells the contractors, quote, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on here, who's who, and how I'm supposed to keep this secure. The contractors start giving him lanyards from around their necks. Okay, quote, one says, we're not allowed to have our pictures taken when, uh, when we get on base. Unfucking believable, uh, Hamborski replies. Quote, and who is that by DHS Department of Homeland Security? Yes, and the United States Army is the reply. You're on a federal installation, but DHS wants everything on the down low. Look at 
these buses. And Borsky asks another contractor why they come to the small airport like Westchester. Quote, you don't want to be somewhere somewhere in the spotlight, wherever the spotlight is, is the reply. Quote, you want to try and be as low-key as possible. A lot of this is just down-low stuff that we don't tell people because what we uh, what we don't want to do is a, is attract attention. We don't want the media. Like we don't even know what we're do- what we're going to. Uh, we don't even know where we're going when they tell us. Another contractor tells Imborski, "Quote: Listen, my thing is I like to comply, but technically we're not supposed to show IDs or anything." Like I said, everything is supposed to be hush-hush. And Borsky replies with a good-natured but mounting exasperation, quote, And if you don't, I could just not let you out. Which is a little bit of a threat. Quote, I don't care if it's a military or not. We gotta know who people are. The way the TSA, the Federal Transportation Security Administration, works is we're supposed to have a certain designated number of passengers for each chaperone. Well, there's 60 kids here, and there's two guys. Two migrants grab the bags out of their out here, and next thing you know, we could be playing tag all night. I have taken my shoes off when I get onto the plane. Uh, these guys are grabbing their bags and getting on buses. One of the buses, uh, bus drivers waiting for the migrant passenger to board, tells Zimborski that he has no idea of his destination. They tell a, a quote, they didn't tell you where, you where it's going, asks the cops. The driver replies, quote, they never do. Jesus. Himbursky learns that one of the MVM contractors that Delaware and Virginia are two destinations later. He told two more of the buses that are heading to Madison, New Jersey, with one continuing to Maryland. So illegally immigrating confirmed to Delaware, Virginia, uh, New Jersey, Maryland, uh, Tennessee, New York, Washington, Maine. Nice. Quote, you're trying to figure out what this is? Asked one of the drivers. Good luck with that. Hamdorsky replies, quote, you're on a security facility and we don't really know anything and we're in charge of security. Hence, why you're having the problem here. The driver sympathizes. Yeah, I used to pick up basketball teams that have more security. Oof. Quote, 100% agrees Hamborski. Quote, we still don't really know what's happening, how they're getting here. Meanwhile, in the background, migrants can be seen packing up identical bags laid out on the tarmac and heading towards buses. Most look to be in the middle to late teens, although there are a few older adult males. They can be heard speaking Spanish. The drivers say usually the buses are waiting when the migrant flights arrive. But this night, someone dropped the ball. One says his boss rang him in panic at 1224 a.m. saying, quote, We need four buses right away. Where a family-owned business explains one driver, we're subcontractors of 
of a government contractor, it's one of those things you can't turn down because once you sign the contract, you're a slave to the grind. Later, in the body cam recording, a contractor tells Haborski, quote, I get the whole secrecy and all that shit, but this is even above my fucking pay grade. The fuck? You know what I mean? Haborski replies, quote, and why? And, uh, and why? You know why. The contractor replies, quote, you know why. Look who's in office. That's why. Come on. Haborski replies, what's the big secret? The contractor replies, quote, you know why. Because of this gets out, the government is betraying the American people. He knows, everyone knows, that America doesn't want their country to be invaded by millions, millions of illegal immigrants. Hence, the secrecy and lies from the Biden administration out of the mouth of the agent working itself. Now that's the real alien invasion. Since people want, since the government wants to start playing with the alien narrative, Fine, I'll give you a fucking alien narrative. There's your goddamn alien narrative. Joe Biden, the great chief, bringing in all the little fucking aliens from abroad into your own backyard on your dime. That being said, this is Inside Four Walls. I gotta try and get this Ohio episode out, but I am so tired. It is 8.12 a.m. I gotta leave for work at 10. So, I'm gonna grab a cold shower. Drink a Red Bull get that Ohio episode out as fast as possible. That being said, thank you for watching Inside Four Walls. If you think I made a mistake, please leave a comment description below with a source. Uh, and again, I'm asking to see a source to challenge you. If I can read what you're reading, I can get the your side of the story from your perspective. And that's all I'm asking for. That being said, I'll catch y'all later. Peace. Brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer.